Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now it's time for Inside the Clubhouse, a show dedicated to the Chicago baseball fan, featuring the best Chicago baseball conversation, as well as the big MLB topics, along with the biggest names, greatest guests, and listener interaction, starring score baseball insider Bruce Levine and half of Chicago's number one sports morning show, David Haw, on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, and always live on the free Odyssey app, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Good Saturday morning, Chicago. Welcome back inside the clubhouse right here on 670 The Score and your free Odyssey app, broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios. I'm David Haw, along with Bruce Levine, talking baseball until 11 o'clock like we do every Saturday morning, pulling on the same string, promising White Sox and Cubs fans nothing but objectivity today. Good morning, Bruce. How are you? Good morning, David. It doesn't get any sweeter than a Saturday morning where actually baseball will be played again for the first time since November. Cubs and White Sox both starting out in Arizona with Lance Lynn on the mound for the Chicago White Sox, Marcus Stroman on the mound for the Chicago Cubs. We can only assume at this point those will be your starting day pitchers come uh, late March when the season starts for real, David. But Uh, It's all good right now with baseball starting and actual baseball for uh, the Major League starting only a month away. 155 right here on the score today. Ron Coomer, Alex Cohen, the voice of the AAA Iowa Cubs, is going to bring everyone the action. The White Sox later against uh, the Padres both getting started, as you point out, Bruce. It is exciting to have baseball back and all spring training conversation here on the score about the Cubs sponsored by Sloan, the official water efficiency partner of the Chicago Cubs. So where do you want to start? We heard from David Ross on the Mully and Haw show on Friday morning. We've heard from Pedro Grifo all week long. There's been a share of controversy. There's been a little bit of progress. It is spring training. So everybody is in the best shape of their lives. And Eloy Jimenez is also under that category. We'll get to him later. But Bruce, I think that when you talk about progress, and you talk about, I think, significant developments, newsworthy developments this week. Kyle Hendricks returning and throwing off the mound, uh, throwing a bullpen session for the Cubs, to me, might be the biggest development tangibly this week. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it's the good news, bad news. Uh, the good news is that he threw off the mound for the first time since last July when he got hurt and never came back. Uh, then they found a capsular issue in his shoulder, and uh, this was the first time off the mound. 
Uh, that's the good news. Uh, the bad news is it's going to be 10 pitches or 12 pitches uh, from from that yesterday situation to uh, the next couple. And Kyle Hendricks will not be ready to start the season until the first month of the season is over with. So uh, I, I guess that's good news considering he hasn't pitched since last July. But what are we to expect from Kyle Hendricks when he comes back? A reworked um, a reworked pitching motion is a part of what he's going to do. So is this a new Kyle Hendricks? Is this a different Kyle Hendricks? We're going to have to watch this as it moves on. But uh, I think it's good news because you know he's coming back. But, David, uh, we, we really had a slow roll from the time he got hurt to actually knowing maybe a month ago that he was not going to start the season on time. I think there was a lot of, uh, I won't say hiding the issue, but there was a lot of question mark about, you know, what's going on with Hendricks. We heard that he was throwing in uh, in February and January, uh, uh, you know, flat ground, and, and that he felt really well. But from from, from what I understand right now, um, a, new, a new pitching motion is going to be a part of what he's all about. Where where are we at with Kyle Hendricks? That's a good question. I think the Cubs have a luxury, if you want to call it that, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but they feel like some of the young pitchers give them the the an opportunity to be gradual, to be patient, and not to rush Kyle Hendricks back. You never want to do that, but now that you, you have maybe some depth in your starting rotation, there's even less of a t- temptation to do so. And, Bruce, I, I just think there might have been some mystery surrounding it, uh, his status as much as anything. And so now maybe we're beginning to get some clarity. Not sure, but I think that when you see him back and talking about having something to prove in 2023, those are good signs. And they can move on and start the season without him with uh, the, the four guys that David Ross has identified as the first four starters in that rotation, Stroman, Tyone, Smiley and Justin Steele with the fifth spot up for grabs and Keegan Thompson and Adbert Alzali in the bullpen. So I think you hear that and you think that is probably in the Cubs' minds the strength of this team, their starting rotation. Would you agree that they believe that this could be the strength of this team? I think they believe it. I don't I don't necessarily believe it. I need to see more uh, proof. Uh, 312-644-6767. Chime in on Sox, Cubs, everything, spring training. We're going to be taking care of you today with Michael Fulmer from the Cubs and Lamont Pope from the Tribune, as David said. And uh, David, my my answer to that is, you know, I I, I don't I don't feel the the great depth there. I, I think they have more depth than they've had in the past. But I, I'm not you know I'm not sold on uh, the fact that you know Smiley come um, Smiley coming off of an injury last year, uh, Stroman coming off of a a wonky season with some injury. I think he missed a month along the way as well. Um, I'm not, you know, I think, you know, the the, the one guy, you know, I, two guys I feel best about are, you know, uh, Tyone and uh, Steele. Uh, I, I think those are the guys I feel best about in the rotation. I, I, I think there's a wait and see. And, and pitching depth is, you know, takes you about as far as from today through March 26th or 27th when you actually see who has built up those 90 innings and is ready to pitch for you uh, opening day. I'm curious what people think. 312-644-6767. Who's starting rotation? Who's starting pitching? Overall, do you have the most confidence in? The White Sox have 
maybe four guys that are reliable, if healthy, definitely more proven, but the Cubs have some depth that we alluded to. Maybe it's young depth, it's unproven depth, but it is quality depth, I think, if they all come together. David Ross was on the station on Friday morning with Mully and Zach, who was in for me on a day off. So this is what David Ross had to say when talking about his his pitching on, on the Cubs. And all these guys coming in have had some success, and whether there's an injury history or um, some things didn't go right for the back end of a, uh, the half of a season. And um, I think we identified people that – we don't want to give up on and, and we don't, we're not always right. Uh, and I, I would, I say we, as a group, I'm not identifying those guys. They give me those guys. And we try to with me and Tommy and um, CY and uh, Dan Moscos and, and our group, we try to set guys up for success and what their strengths and weaknesses are and put them in the right spot to succeed. And um, we've done a nice job of that. That's also very much year to year. And at the end of the day, the players got to go out and, perform and um, they've done a really nice job of that so I would love to give the credit to our organization that's done a nice job of doing that but uh, the real credit goes to the players. Bruce I think Marcus Stroman is in for a big year as well I talked about this earlier in the week he's somebody who last year there was a lot of maybe pressure on because of the free agent status he coming over with the bigger contract and we didn't know a lot about him and he had to get acclimated. Well, he's acclimated, and if he stays healthy, I think he's a guy that is comfortable in this environment, wants to thrive, and and is ready to do that as a Cub, and I think he could be a guy that at the top of that rotation could be everything that they're paying him to be. Uh, Add one more thing in there, David. Very good comments by you. One more thing to remember, he can walk after 2023, so he has has an opt-out in his contract. Uh, it's a lot of money he's being paid. It's $71 million over three years. But um, we need, and the Cubs need, to watch him and make sure he gets a full year. He's got an awful lot of incentive other than, you know, just his pride that he wants to go out there every day and throw 30 starts. Uh, if he does and he's successful, you know, he's, he's one of the, you know, what would you say, top pitching free agents out there and – as we hear this week from Manny Machado, who's going to walk away from 31 or $32 million a year average because um, he can uh, after this season. I think it's, it's common now that, uh, you know, you should look at Stroman and say, if he has a good year, he's, he's, uh, he's going to walk. You know I mean, let's say decide to rework the contract at age 31 or 32. Um, he's going to walk away and, uh, and this is a, a great incentive for him and the Cubs in 2023. Well, I think he has the opportunity to walk away. Free agency guarantees you that. But I also think you have to factor in, number one, if he has that kind of success at Wrigley Field as a Cub, he's on the record of saying he loves pitching at Wrigley Field as much as he is okay. pitching anywhere. And I, I think that you wonder if he has success here this year, would he want to walk away from all of that? And wouldn't the Cubs be – in their best interest to maybe pay to keep him around. It's a great hypothetical at this stage, but as Sean Sears points out, the reality we can look at, second half of last season, Marcus Stroman was among the top seven in earned run average in the second half of the season with a 2.71 ERA. If he's that pitcher, Bruce, this will be a nice problem for the Cubs to confront at the end of the year. Yeah, the, the, the only thing that stands in the way of all those comments and, you know, all that stuff is M-O-N-E-Y. Okay, that's the only thing that stands in the way of it. At this point, 
he has a great year. He wins 15 games. He's got an ERA of 3.2. He's getting a five to seven year deal down the road, which is going to average, even if it averages less than the 22 million that he has coming uh, the next couple of years, even if it's 100 million, you know, it's it's another 60 million in his pocket that he's that he's not going to have right now. Meanwhile, over at Camelback Ranch in Glendale, the White Sox feel pretty good about their starting rotation as well. Lance Lynn goes to the mound for them today to open the spring training schedule. Also, Lucas Giolito, who's trimmed down very lean and looks pretty good and sounds even better, as is the number two or three guy. But the, the ace of that staff, of course, Dylan Cease and Michael Kopech, the four guys you really can't count on, Bruce. I was surprised as we hit, get ready to listen to Pedro Grafol here how he just kind of casually – Talked about his fifth starter as if uh, he was penciling him in already. It was a good day for pitching. Uh, Clevenger looked really good. I was really, really pleased uh, with how he threw the ball. Giolito, uh, I thought was excellent. Uh, really good curveball, mixed four pitches. Uh, Changeup was good. Felt strong. Uh, I thought he looked uh, really, really good. I am glad he's thrilled with Giolito. Bruce, I, I don't know if we can just assume the things that that sounded so normal from Pedro Grafola about Michael Clevenger, the fifth starter still under a major league investigation for uh, domestic and child abuse. I, I don't know if I'm ready to normalize Michael Clevenger's bullpen sessions as just, oh, yeah, he looked really good. We're kind of penciling him in. Is that what the White Sox are trying to do here? Does he open up a door for begging for a follow-up question? What Were you surprised by that? Not, not really. I mean, David, at this point, you know, the – the uh, investigation is going to take its, you know, its own time to figure out. There, you know, hopefully Major League Baseball, since last July, has been investigating the guy. They they come up with something that works uh, for him and the team. That, you know, at this point, if you're a manager and a new manager of a team like Rafal is with the White Sox, what what else are you going to talk about? You're probably not going to say, hey, uh, you know, we're going to hold him on a backfield, and we're not going to really count on this guy because he might be suspended, right? I mean... I, I might I, I might not bring it up. I might not introduce that. It might be the first... You know, I think... And I, and I am all about Pedro Grafol bringing the energy, enthusiasm, and he has been terrific. He has been maybe the brightest spot at spring training and since he arrived because we... It's easy to like Pedro Grafol. I just don't know that I would volunteer that kind of information about somebody whose status remains so murky and whose mention creates such controversy. I just think I would probably avoid it. That's all. You you wouldn't talk about the pitcher at all. I mean, he's out there I, working. I, I don't with know the that I would, Bruce. I, I, if right, if asked well. about him, I would probably address the question and move on. I don't know that. I, I think what it does is it does set us up for. You're you're exactly right. I mean, the White Sox clearly expect to have Michael Clevenger in the rotation on opening day. So maybe this is a glimpse into their thinking that this is, this is all about baseball and this is just let's keep it the baseball, and boy, he looks good. 312-644-6767. That's the number here to get in for Cubs, Sox, anything baseball talk on inside the clubhouse. And, uh, David, uh, looking at the rest of the rotation, uh, I'm, I have more concerns about making sure that Lance Lynn arrives back from the World Baseball Classic healthy. He's going, he's going like maybe three innings today. Now that's a, that's unheard of the first start out in spring training, especially starting now earlier in February. Uh, there's there's no 
spring training pitchers except for the guys going to the WBC that are coming close to three innings in their first outing. Yet they are – is their job to get him ready for the WBC or ready for opening day in the Chicago White Sox after missing uh, 12 starts last year? Where where well- – where, where is the uh, reality to this situation right now? Well, the reality to me is the same as it is as our friend Brian Cashman who joined us a few weeks ago. The reality for me would stop at the fact or be defined by getting my multi-million dollar investment ready to give me a big return. He is... White sock. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Property. He is the White Sox pitcher. He is the number two starter on a staff that can carry you a long way. I want everything about the decisions made about Lance Lynn and, frankly, anybody else who's under contract to be about that. I, I applaud his patriotism. I love his bulldog mentality. Everything about Lance Lynn is easy to like, especially from our standpoint. But I got to tell you, Bruce, I'm with you. I think this sounds great in February. How's he going to feel in September? How's a guy whose who's durability is a concern going to be in August? What are we doing here? I, I, if you're the White Sox, I might have had a really difficult conversation with Lance Lynn the way Brian Cashman had a real difficult conversation with Averino and other players. I don't know that it's worth it. I think uh, Ken Williams and Rick Hahn might be a little nervous for the WBC, David. You got you have Lynn who missed the first, uh, basically the first third of the season, and I, he had 21 starts last year. 
and the the ones that he had after the All-Star break, he was back to form. He was the top pitcher. He was the top pitcher in the American League again. But here, here's the rundown of the WBC uh, players for the White Sox of import. Luis Robert is going to play for Cuba. He missed 64 games last year. Yon Mancata is going to play for Cuba. He missed 58 games last year. Tim Anderson is going to play for USA. He missed 83 games last year. Eli Jimenez is going to play for Team Dominican Republic. He missed 78 games last year. You don't think the front office of the Chicago White Sox is nervous about it? There's, there's really not much they can do about it uh, other than suggest, hey, you know, your first, your first goal is to play for the Chicago White Sox and help us win after an 81-81 record. But um, it's, you know, these are the five guys of import going to the WBC. I'm nervous just talking about it with you, David. I don't know how they I know, feel. Bruce. You saw, you kind of, I, I thought that you, if you mentioned another player, I'd be concerned about your health because it <laughs> sounds like you're very concerned. But you're, in all seriousness, you mentioned four players and the amount of games that, that, that adds up to key guys they averaged 70 miss, missed games last year and this is of primary concern should be their health because you don't go anywhere if you're not getting full seasons out of those guys and maybe it's an overreaction and everyone's doing it but i just don't know if you're the Sox. it's a case-by-case basis and in the cases of mancada luis robert aloy jimenez and tim anderson i don't think that you can assume health and if they are injury prone as they have been you would keep them away from representing their countries for the WBC. I just don't know that why. I, I just I think that's a very clear-cut case for the White Sox. You know, it's clear-cut for us because we have no skin in the game other than every Saturday talking baseball with you and you uh, during the week talking Molly and me writing on our website at 670thescore.com about the White Sox and Cubs. But uh, the reality is is that it's it's great fodder for us to talk about this, but in reality – um, keeping players happy in modern baseball is a huge part of what the game has turned out to be, David. It's like, it's not only are you healthy, but, you know, mentally, psychologically, how are you today? Uh, are you healthy? Are you ready to play? We hope you're ready to play. I mean, there's a different, there's a different mentality in baseball now than there was even well, 10 years ago. Bruce. Go back to your Stroman comment. Go back to that conversation. You know what keeps them happy? The size of their contract. And if you're giving these guys the, the types of contracts that the four players you mentioned and certainly the, the two pitchers involved with Kendall Graveman and, and Lance Lynn, I would think that would be enough. I would think that should be enough. You're paying them handsomely. And for the contract goes both ways. It, you have to keep the player happy, but the player still has to live up to the expectations and meet certain standards. And one of them should be staying healthy. You know how you stay healthy? I think that you do everything in your power to, to make the White Sox better, not necessarily team whoever you're representing. I, I just, I'm not down on the WBC, but I, I'm, I, I don't think in this case it makes a lot of sense to see all those White Sox players representing their countries out there. You want to squeeze in a call here? Ah, uh, we might be close, tight on time. We want to uh, get enough time left for Michael okay. Fulmer at the bottom of the hour. We've got Lamont Pope next hour. We've got chin music for 
some people who have said some things this week that have created a little bit of controversy. We've got a great show ahead, Bruce, so we will get to the callers as well. You are listening to Inside the Clubhouse, Bruce Levine, David Haw, until 11 o'clock here, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We're back with more Inside the Clubhouse with Bruce Levine and David Haw. I think the exciting thing is you said the depth that we have this year is probably, I feel like, it's probably the most spent since maybe I've been here, even as a player, where we've got real guys that have the potential to either be in the bullpen or, or be in AAA as depth. And I think the back end of our rotation will be pretty strong. And, you know, we'll see how all that stuff plays out. But the depth is, we realize, and you, we, we've seen it, like, we see when you don't have it, it really stands out. I think this year, We've got a lot of weapons and guys that will be really talented. They'll be pitched pitch in AAA that will help us at some point during the season, but I think that's a great thing. Welcome back to Inside the Clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. David Hall, Bruce Levine, until 11 o'clock. That was, David, that was David Ross talking about the pitching depth, both in the rotation and in the bullpen, and one of the reasons why he joins us now on the guest hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. That is where we find new Cubs relief pitcher Michael Fulmer. Michael, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are y'all doing? Doing well. Thank you for joining us this morning out in Arizona. You heard from David Ross. You have been around the camp now. The depth of the Cubs pitching is one of the strengths in theory. How have things gone so far, and, and uh, how, how are you doing the, in, so far with your new team? Yeah, things are going great. I think uh, these first week or two I've been down here, I've been more trying to learn everybody's names first. But uh, I think the practice is going well. I'm excited to see uh, some of my bullpen mates and, and pitchers in general start throwing in games that, uh, that start today and uh, ready to kind of learn everybody and, and personalities and uh, get the team together and, and start winning. Michael, first of all, welcome to uh, the airwaves of the Chicago Cubs as we do all 162 games here on the radio on the score with Pat Hughes and Ron Coomer. So welcome, first of all. And secondly, um, take us through the transition from being one of the top young pitchers in baseball as a starter uh, back when you were a rookie of the year with the Detroit Tigers to where you are now as far as uh, being able to transition from starting pitching to a bullpen yeah uh that's a uh it's a good question um uh, you know i love my time as, as a starter uh back with the tigers and unfortunately injuries kind of took over my career but uh you know we we did some work uh in the off season all this rehab work uh came back and not knowing if um, my body could handle the the rotate the uh, the workload as a starter anymore um after a couple of knee surgeries and a couple of elbow surgeries. So we thought we'd try it out in the bullpen. And I love it there uh, so far the last couple of years. I think it's an adrenaline rush when I'm out there. I think that's what makes me a better pitcher. You know, could I think I could go back to starting? Absolutely now that we've kind of learned some things about my body. But um, it's hard to say that I'm not having more fun pitching out of the bullpen in some of the game's biggest spots. Michael, what was it about the Cubs that appealed to you most? Was it just the opportunity maybe to be a closer? Was it something else about the organization? What was it? You know, I think um, a lot of things factored in. Um, but in all honesty, it's the main thing for me is that how genuine uh, Craig Breslow, uh, Tommy Hadovy, Jed, and all these guys were, how honest they were. Um, it goes a long way when you, you know, they were telling me, how I could make myself a better pitcher this off season. They said, whether they sign me or not, this is what we see and what is in you. And this is what we think you could do. 
and that just goes a long way in my book. So I had a Zoom meeting with them in uh, either December or January. Uh, they're very upfront, very honest about everything, about roles and um, all this stuff. But I think the biggest thing is that they saw um, what could what I could do better and, and how they can make me better. And just the interest level uh, goes a long way in my book. It just meant a lot. Michael, you said something really fascinating uh, just a, a few seconds ago, and that is, do you think uh, I can go back to being a starting pitcher? Uh, the answer is yes, um, but I'm very happy with the role I'm in right now. It just leads me to thinking about you, the power pitcher that you've been in your career, and, uh, and John Smoltz's career, where he went from a starting pitcher to surgery, to a bullpen and saving 150 games back to starting pitcher again. Uh, so in your mind, down the road here, at a very young age for a pitcher at 29, you think starting pitching might be a part of your future at some point? Uh, it could be. Um, I think it's more that I could probably do it uh, if, you know, if a team wanted me to do that. And I had some interest in it this offseason from other teams. But um, like I said, this, this organization and – uh, the the role and the the team that is that was built this off season uh, and the way they played last year in the front office and you know all these guys it's, the expectations are high and I basically my main thing was to to come in and, and win go to a winning team uh, and I felt like we can definitely do that here with the lineup we have the the starting rotation and ultimately the bullpen. Joined by Michael Fulmer, the Cubs relief pitcher here on the scores inside the clubhouse until eleven o'clock. So, Michael, Jameson Tyone joined the Cubs and talked about his slider a couple weeks ago, and I, I thought it was, it was in such great detail that Marquee Sports Network was going to have a, an hour-long special on it because it had so many different elements to it. Yours seems to be maybe a, a hard cutter, it's been described, a high 90s possibility. How would you describe your slider, which is one of your best pitches? Yeah, I'd say it's definitely developed more into uh, a cutter over the last couple of years. I think that's just me wanting to throw it throw it harder, uh, make it look like a fastball more, and I'm good with a little bit shorter movement on it, uh, maybe to get a little bit more depth on it. But it's just kind of one of those things from the transi- transition to starter to reliever that you don't have to worry about facing a lineup you know, two, three times anymore. It's You get these three outs, no matter what the, uh, the situation is, you get these three outs, you go sit down in the dugout. So, uh, just get it to the next guy in the bullpen or ultimately finish the game. And that's kind of the biggest thing. So I go from throwing, you know, mainly fastball 60, 70% of the time as a starter now to throwing this cutter slider um, almost 60, 70% of the time last year. So uh, the good thing about um, the Cubs is that, you know, they were teaching me that uh, I think everybody in the camp throws it now, but that little sweeper slider, they said they could think, uh, they think it helped me a lot. So of course, naturally when I, they first told me that, I started working on it immediately and feel pretty good about it now um, and looking to add it to, to my pitches. Michael, the Cubs didn't name a closer until we saw somebody walk out of the bullpen uh, the second or third game of the season last year. Uh, they had other veterans, just like yourself in there, that were capable of getting the job done. Um, what... What is your thoughts about the high leverage role that they have in mind for you, either as a setup man or as a closer, and differentiate how you might look at those as far as how you'd prepare for either or both? Yeah, you know, I pride myself on, on versatility. Um, like you mentioned, as a starter, uh, as a long man in the bullpen, as a bridge guy, sixth, seventh inning, I've done. Setup man, I've I've been the closer before. Um, 
you know, I, I pride myself on being able to do kind of all those. But with the bullpen we have with this team, it's uh, we got a lot of versatility and a lot of guys, a lot of former starters, a lot of guys that go multiple innings, a lot of guys that have the high octane stuff to be closer. Um, a veteran guy in, in Boxberger, you know, these this this bullpen is is rounding out uh, very well. And from what I saw last year and what everybody's talking about. It's going to be a lot of flexibility, and I think uh, Rossi mentioned about going on matchups, which is which is perfect because we got a lot of guys down there. Um, you know, Husey, uh, Albert, um, Hayden. You know, all these guys that can that can lock down late innings, uh, Boxberger, and and, and it's, it's just going to be a lot of fun and root for one another. Uh, no matter what situation we're put in, I think Rossi's going to have uh, an easy job with having multiple options for each for each inning. So you were the rookie of the year in 2016 in the American League. You're an all-star a year later. You encounter some injuries with the Tigers. But here you are with the Cubs, and you're in a clubhouse full of guys who – there's some guys with some similar past who have had some early success and for whatever reason ran into some adversity, and now here they are in a Cub team with a lot of guys who have you know, one-year deals, uh, prove-it contracts. and But that pedigree, that professionalism, I would think gives the Cubs – one of their strengths. When you look around the clubhouse, do you have you seen that? Have you sensed that? And what is the value of that? Yeah, there's there's a lot of value in it. Uh, and Rossi kind of brought it up in one of these early meetings. It's you know a lot of hardware in this clubhouse right now. Um, gold gloves, All Stars, World Series champions. Um, you know, it, it, the list goes on. I mean, we've got two guys that beat cancer. You know, if that's not the the most high praise that can that can bring somebody that I don't know what is. Um, you know, it's just it's it's an awesome group of guys. Uh, everybody's seen it all. Some guys, most guys, have been around for a while, and I think just this culture in this clubhouse is going to be worth noting. Michael, you've seen uh, the very best of one of the great superstars in the game, and then watching him struggle with injuries the the past few years, and that is Miguel Cabrera, your teammate with the Tigers for for a very long time. What what is the dilemma, and and how difficult is it to watch one of the great players in the history of the game have to just satisfy these long term contracts that players sign for uh, you know twenty five thirty thirty five million dollars and have to keep going out there knowing that a guy like Cabrera is playing you know with a half a body his lower half hasn't been the same for four or five years yet he guts it through every single year how, how difficult and how interesting is it to watch a guy have to go through something like that i mean miggy personally um great teammate great leader um it, it was an honor to be able to call him a teammate uh it was an honor to be able to watch him you know his 500th home run his 3000th hit um all these milestones that he's hit and it's it's just it's cool to be a part of it. Um, you talk about the long term contracts, and he's worth every penny of what what he got, and so are a lot of these other guys too. Um, but just the way he he goes out there, he shows up to spring training in shape every year, ready to go, you know, strong as an ox, um, and still finds a way to be able to drive the ball to right center. Um, I've learned that from facing him in spring training, and then I got to face him last year. Um, just happy I got to contribute to his hit total last year. Uh, as a member of the Minnesota Twins, um, but you know guys like that—they're—they're they're great for the game of baseball. You talk about your pool holes, your Cabreras, um, you know these guys that that sign those those big contracts. But you know people don't talk about the leadership it brings to the clubhouse uh, for years to come and a staple of an organization uh, like Miggy is. Michael, before we let you go, obviously you're familiar with Chicago from playing with the Tigers and the Twins and coming to town. 
just wonder what you look forward to most has spending an entire season in the city and what uh, you've heard and, and look forward to playing at Wrigley Field. You know, I am looking forward most to absolutely being on the north side for once instead of going to the south side three times a year for seven years. Uh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot of fun. We're um, we're happy. Uh, my family and I are happy to to be in Chicago. Um, you know, it's our first kind of big major city. Uh, gonna live right and take it all in, sight see all the sights, and uh, ultimately bring a hopefully winning culture uh, back to Wrigley. Michael, great stuff. Best of luck. Welcome to town, and I hope you have a great season with the Cubs. Bruce, David, thank you all so much for having me. Michael Fulmer, the new Cubs relief pitcher, possible closer, likely closer, Bruce. I think that is what uh, the expectation might be. He's got a lot of experience, and as you can hear there, he's uh, he's a very mature professional addition to that bullpen. Uh, stretch him out, make him the uh, the third starter in the rotation. Oh, your your ears perked up. You're like, oh my gosh, you, the Cubs just assigned another starting pitcher. You love that idea, even though it makes no sense this year, Bruce. But I think that it is. You perked up right away. You're like, oh wow, starting pitcher. Well, I mean, look, uh, the game is always going to be about your starting pitchers, <laughs> no matter how many innings bullpen guys throw. And this guy was one of the top pitchers in the game before he got hurt. I mean, he was he was really an, an outstanding young pitcher. And at 29, you know, the sky's still the limit for him down the road. But you're right, David. Uh, my, my thoughts are he's the David Robertson of 2023 for the Cubs. He's the guy that's going to be the closer to start the season for the Cubs. That's a great comparison, and I think we'll uh, continue to see him evolve into that role, I think, as spring training continues. When we come back, little chin music. There were some comments made this week that created a little bit of a stir. We'll address those next. It's Inside the Clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. High and inside, oh, chin music, a little chin music. Take that hit for a ride. It's time for some chin music. Hey, um, how about a warning? Sure. Watch out you don't get killed. <laughs> because sometimes in baseball, you've got to send a strong message, especially when someone has it coming. Each Saturday, David and Bruce come in high and tight with a response to something that deserves one, like this. Yeah, we're back on Inside the Clubhouse. Tim Anderson talking to Chuck Garfine for the White Sox Talk podcast. Created a little bit of controversy. This is what he said. If you're a part of this and you're like, and you're like one of our supporters, and you see somebody struggling, that's like, you know, that's kind of like, uh, you know, if you see your wife struggling, you're gonna pat her on the back, right? So that's kind of one of those things. If we're under the same umbrella, I think we should all be pulling from the same screen, and not tearing each other down, um, and not tearing players down, or you know, we don't tear you down. So yeah. I think it's just one of those things. We got to support each other. We support you. We make ourselves access to you. Yeah. You know, when you want to talk to us. So it's just kind of one of those things that we all got to be, you know, be on a positive screen and pull from the same screen. That we can be better as a whole. Was I tearing you down? No, you weren't tearing me down. You were just making, you was causing a lot of confusion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, I was causing, I was, <laughs> listen, to, after a lot. I mean, but you got to think about it. The fans listen to you. Yeah. Right. You're right. talking. We don't talk. We just play. <laughs> well, you, no, you talk. You can talk. We don't, we don't talk, though. We're in the game zone. We don't talk. They're listening to you. Right. So if we're putting out positive energy, then positive energy is going to always yeah. follow us. You know what I'm saying? I tried. I tried to be as positive season. as I could. Okay. It's a rough season. It's okay. We understand. You know, but but those are my goal, man. Is to you know just continue to go out and, and play hard, and uh, you know really see what happens. Uh, we got a lot of room to grow. 
we got a great ball club, a lot of energy. So, I mean, we can sit here and talk about the same thing. I continue to keep telling you the same thing that I said last year and the year before and the year before. But, yeah, man, go out and just play hard. Yeah. See what happens. Bruce, I didn't think too much of the comments. We're going to hear from Don Cooper, who was on the station, the Parkinson Spiegel Show on Friday in a moment. But what was your reaction? It's just, I think Tim Anderson, to me, let's look at the bigger picture. He's grabbing back the leadership role that he put to his side last year for the Chicago White Sox because of uh, physical problems, because of off-the-field issues. Um, he's, he's basically redirecting people. This is the second time in three days that he redirected where people should be thinking. Uh, the first time he talked about uh, Jose Abreu being gone and China. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Then to the reporters at spring training saying, hey, look, Pito is great. He was wonderful. He was our leader. He's not here anymore. Let's move on. You know, stop with these questions about Pito after today because... This is the 2023 team. So not judging Tim Anderson, that's my role as an objective reporter. But looking at it and observing it which means I think he's grabbing back the leadership role for the Chicago White Sox that was so important for the team and him before last season. Yeah, I think he's naive in, in expecting White Sox fans not to be critical after a season like that and to be supportive and I don't know that um, it he's was talking a, it about was a, you, David, in your comments. He's, he's no, he's not talking about me. I'm not taking a personal. I think I've, I've been around long enough to know how uh, players from in the Chicago market view the Chicago market. And I think it's incredibly naive of him to expect the kind of coverage to be anything what it, than what it was. That was the most disappointing team in baseball. So to me, Tim Anderson went from being one of the more popular and likable guys for his authenticity to becoming a pro sports cliche and wanting everybody to pull on the same string. That's not going to happen. That's not even the expectation of most professional I, athletes. Yeah. They get it. I, they get I, the contract. That's the way it works. I agree with you, David. But, uh, you know, the bigger picture is I'm back. I'm the leader of this team. I'm telling you what the perspective is in the clubhouse. I'm not going to back away from that role any longer like I had to last year. And I, I, think, I think that'll be very good for the White Sox if you see – the Tim Anderson of 2021 and before that, back in that role, playing shortstop, playing with that same vibe that uh, put him on the cover of so many video games uh, over the past three or four years. Not surprisingly, Don Cooper, somebody who always was candid and told us what he thought was on the score Friday afternoon, defending and supporting Tim Anderson. Okay. Not at all that I think it was. I, I, I didn't. It, I, it, it much to do about nothing. Good. You know? Timmy was, Timmy was saying, well, well, 
truth, you know, because the, the media can turn things real negative. And people read that stuff. I get that. You know, a, a middle-of-the-road person reading negative, negative, negative about anything is after a while, a while going to get negative. They, they get led that way, you know. I always thought sometimes the media would take uh, a middle-of-the-road fan and take them to the dark side, you know, to bring them to the dark side. Listen, and I, I am so different than that. I will I woke up every morning happy, you know, uh, positive, looking forward to the day. Let's try to win a ball game, you know. But the media, I thought, and this was from the beginning. This wasn't like middle of the It's like, bring me the head of the man that blew that game. You know, bring me the head of the people that are doing something that's not good. You know, and I didn't like, I don't like negative approaches in any way, in any way, shape, or form. I was you understand that, David? You got that? I, I do understand that. I understand how naive that is and how uh, ridiculous it sounds to me because if he thinks Chicago is tough and Coop spent a lot of time in the Chicago market, but he came from a New York market as well. You think Chicago's tough? Goodness sakes, Bruce, come on. That just to me, I understand why he would defend Tim Anderson, but Tim Anderson overall in this market shouldn't be criticizing the way that he has been covered. He should probably be grateful for the fact that it hasn't been even more critical from him specifically. Last year, the White Sox stunk, Bruce. What were you going to say? Oh, boy, the growing pains? Come on. Look, uh, as much as they think we can control the message for the players and what, what goes on there, they don't understand how intelligent Chicago baseball fans are. He's talking about the middle-of-the-road fan. Well, the middle-of-the-road fan doesn't listen to our shows. They don't pay attention to what's going on here. The, the, the fan who's involved in the game, who's listening to uh, uh, information about baseball on the score, that, that's not a middle-of-the-road fan. Those are people that know sports. They understand the essence of it. My opinion, your opinion, is not going to change their opinion. They formulate their opinion on what they see out there on the field. That's the only way those opinions are formed. Another guy who forms strong opinions, he can be polarizing at times, is Tom Ricketts. He spoke to his team this week in Mesa. We'll talk about what he had to say and some other Cubs thoughts. It's inside the clubhouse. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Just be cool. Everyone be cool. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.